The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 8th edition. Got a five-game early, five-game main slate to break it all down for you on your Friday action to get you headed into the weekend. It's like opening day part two as we had uh, seven games for you on Thursday. Hope everybody enjoyed that. We had some home runs from Austin Riley and Juan Soto and company. Tyler O'Neill went deep. Pitching was kind of all over the board. Some really good. Some kind of like, hmm, Max Freed. Not so great, Bob. But some other guys are pretty darn good. And that's baseball. That's opening day. Um, Kluber almost made me look really bad. He pitched great. He only went four and two thirds. Couldn't get the dub. Wayno was the chalk as we expected. He did what he was supposed to do against that Pirates team, which we might be targeting a lot this year. Hendricks looked pretty good if you played some Fanduel. Burns got wasn't horrible, but he gave it three runs. Unburns like, but the Hendricks looked pretty good as well. So. Lots of fun on opening day. We'll do what we do here on Quick Hits. We'll get you in. We'll get you out. I'll do a brief preview of the five-game early slate, as always, like we do in the past. On early slates, come into the Fantasy DGENs Discord. It's free. Answer all your questions in there like I do for everything. But uh, come check us out there, and, uh, and then I'll preview the five-game slate. As usual, uh, real quick, I'm on Twitter at BDentric. If you have any questions, I'm there or in the Discord. If you can give a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits, we'd appreciate it, as, as well as Bench with Bubba, the uh, season-long fantasy baseball podcast for you coming out two to three times a week so check that out if you like to watch the podcast instead of just listen to the podcast go check out the fantasy Dijons youtube channel where you can get all the good stuff as well all right your totals for the five game early slate at least for the ones we have as of this moment because you have boston at new york total of eight and a half white Sox tigers total of eight we're waiting on milwaukee and chicago as usual wrigley field you got to wait on the totals there Oakland, Philly, seven and a half. Baltimore and Tampa Bay, seven and a half. So a fun little five-game early slate. Chances of rain in Detroit. Chances of rain in Chicago. Let's keep an eye on those situations. Tampa Bay is obviously in a dome. Uh, Boston and New York already got postponed to today. So keep, keep an eye on all that stuff. But when you're looking at the pitching, you got Garrett Cole at 9,800 bucks versus Boston. Cole's a great, great pitcher, an elite pitcher. You never know. Boston's got a good offense, so it's tricky. I'd rather Brandon Woodruff for 95 against Chicago. We saw Chicago have some fun versus Burns, but I'll take that $300 savings. I'll take Woodruff versus the Cubs any day of the week, and that might make him more popular. I think he's a great cash game play. I thought, well, with some tournament upside as well. 
This Oakland A's offense is dreadful, so Aaron Nola at 9K is definitely in play too. I prefer Woodruff over Nola, but you save another 500 bucks. You got that going for you. Then you got Giolito, who said he should be good for you know five, six innings, he hopes. We'll see. The White Sox are saying other things about their starters, but Gio could go. He's 8400 bucks. You got some elite options up top here. I'd rank it Woodruff, Geo, Nola, Cole for me. Price point and opponents dictating that. But uh, I like uh, that Woodruff-Geo combo. The Detroit offense will be better this year. Don't get me wrong. But I do like those quite a bit. Now, if you want to save some bucks in some tournaments, Nate Eovaldi at 7400 bucks against the Yankees is pretty spicy. We know the Yankees offense is legit. But you get Eo, who can get a ton of strikeouts, get you five innings, hopefully, and get you some nice DK scoring at 74. And then, of course, I love me some Erod. At seventy one hundred bucks against the White Sox, no, no, Yohan Moncada still got some studs in that lineup of Brayu and Eloy, and uh, Tim Anderson won't be there either. You got Lou Bob, so you got some nice matchups there potentially for Erod to have some fun with at seventy one hundred. Then if you're looking to save some even more money, you got McClanahan at sixty six. He might only go like three innings though. There's talks about the Rays guys getting ramped up very slowly, so keep that in mind. Could be good because it is Baltimore, but I think John Means on the flip side, Tampa Bay's got a lot of platoon advantages at times. But means can get strikeouts, pitchers ballpark in Tampa. Hopefully, it's a very very GPP play. But sixty one hundred bucks is intriguing. So, up top, Woodruff, Geo, Nola, Cole. Um, I think Woodruff and Nola is probably your cash build, but you can't go wrong with either Woodruff, Cole, Nola for cash. I like Geo as a little bit of savings against Detroit. And then if you want some tournament plays, Eovaldi's very intriguing. Love me Erod at seventy one, and then John Means is your Uber tournament play at sixty one hundred bucks. If you're looking to stack things up on this slate, a lot might look to uh, the Yankees versus Eovaldi. I'll pass. I'd prefer to go the the Brewers versus Justin Steele. Steele's a good young arm, but he's just not going to cut it. Left-handed pitcher there. A lot of nice right-handed bats in that um, that Brew Crew lineup. Even Kesson here, I should get a start, which will make my buddy Mike Kerwin quite happy. So take a look at the, some Brew Crew bats. They'll be very popular for good reason. Um, I think the A's, as much as they're going to stink, they're going to be tournament viable from time to time. They're going to be cheap. you got like your Tony Kemp's, your Seth Brown's and some others to see what the lineup looks like. But we know Nola can get hit from time to time in that Phillies bullpen. They've made it better this year, but there's still some sketchy spots before you get to the back end of it. So that can kind of be like your Pirates angle. Didn't work so well on opening day, but if you've been a long-time listener to the show, you know how we do things. And if you find that when that thing pops off, which we've done in the past with the Pirates and and the Royals and other teams, it's big. So the A's could be that angle today. Um, White Sox, I'm going to pass. I think Detroit's interesting. Geo's very much uh, in play. At the same time, it's kind of a boomer bust with Geo, as we know, plus that White Sox bullpen. Still good, more on the back end. Um, so the Detroit bats are quite intriguing versus Geo if you want to take advantage of that. Uh, Tampa Bay is also in play against Means, but I think Means has some good upside. So for me, I'm going to you know differentiate with my pitching, my bats, like Philadelphia. I like Montas, but Philly is just loaded. Um, Detroit's got some fun. That Detroit-Chicago game, uh, we could keep an eye on the weather in Detroit. That could be interesting. Baltimore-Tampa in an enclosed environment. There's a lot of good bats to be had here. So let's check out lineups in the morning, hit up the Discord. We'll have some fun uh, breaking that all down for you. All right, let's go to the five-game main slate on this one for you. And we got the totals creeping in for you. We don't have them all yet. But we have uh, – and there's like a, a slew of day games. I think there's a three-game day slate if you're really f- feeling it, like Dodgers at Rockies, get Coors Field in the day. Mariners Twins uh, was supposed to get the Julio Rodriguez show. Marlins Giants. So you have a three-game day slate if you're really feeling frisky. But again, questions in the Slack uh, Discord if you want that. But your five-game main slate, you got Mets at the Nats, over-under of nine. Rangers, Blue Jays, nine and a half. Reds, Braves, eight and a half. Padres, D-backs, total of nine. 
and we don't have Houston LA yet because they're still going. And um, yeah, they still want the total out. So your pitchers on this slate, you got Mad Max taking the bump at 10 2. If you believe his hamstring's healthy, which he did a bullpen a couple days ago, it was really weird because they did it with it. Nobody could watch it. It was an enclosed space, blah, 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 blah. Well, he's good enough to pitch on Friday. So you got to hope he's good to go. He's got the biggest ceiling for sure. There's still some risk. He could re-aggravate that hammy, that back at any given time. But Scherzer at 10-2 is a workhorse against Washington. You could have some fun there. Flip side, I will be putting some Washington stacks together, at least one. We saw Soto go deep. Scherzer will give up long balls, and for some reason he gets hurt. You take advantage of that Mets bullpen early and often. So I like Scherzer, but keep that in mind. Um, going down, though, Barrios at 89, I love at home against Texas. Texas is going to be a better this year. Yes, they got Simeon. They got Seager. They got some options there. At the same time, Barrios is very efficient, very good. Strikeouts were better last year. You know, my buddy Toby, Batflip Crazy, will tell you he took advantage of the 3-2 counts. We talked about it on our podcast. But he's still pretty darn legit. So I'll take some chances at Barrios at 8,900. Morton in tournaments, I always love playing Chucky at 84 just because of his strikeout upside being so huge. We saw what the Reds bats can do, and they can be a problem when they get going because they have some pop in that lineup. But I still like the strikeout upside because they do strike out a ton. So Morton, 84, is quite intriguing. For some savings, Josiah Gray, big-time home run issues, but big-time strikeout stuff. So in tournaments, Josiah Gray at 76 is in play. Um, Other than that, though, you can roll the dice with the Jake Odorizzi at 58 if you're feeling frisky, but I don't like a lot of the punts. A lot of people like Reed Detmers at 66 for Houston, but he won't go too deep into games. He was filthy, so if you want to take him for 66, hope he goes three or four, doesn't allow a run and gets you like 5Ks. That's very doable for Reed Detmers at 66 if that's something you want. So if you want to go that well, that route, you can. We saw you know Houston only scored one run through four as I'm recording this right now, so you can take advantage of it, and Detmer's got nasty stuff there coming to the left side, but just keep that in mind. So mainly it's a Scherzer, Barrios, Morton night for me. That's where I'm focusing. But in tournaments, you can make arguments for Gray, Detmer's, and I guess what it is if you need to. I'd rather not. But I, I'm going I'm to stay up top for the most part, maybe sprinkle in some, uh, some Detmer's and Josiah Gray on this one. All right, let's check out the bats on this five-game late main slate here, catcher's position. Uh, Max Stassi, if you aren't using Odorizzi at 43, is nice. But I like some some Kelly, some good old uh, – I want to call him Chip Kelly. But it's Carson Kelly of the D-backs, 4,200 bucks. He crushes lefties. That's his thing. Hits him very well. It's Sean Manaya making his Padres debut. If you've listened to the show long enough, Manaya will beat us from time to time, but we stack against him a lot. It usually turns out pretty well. So some uh, some Kelly there at, at 4,200 bucks. I like a lot in this one. Um Travis Darnode at 4K versus Riverson Martin. So Martin's a good young arm for the Reds. A, probably won't go deep into the game. B, he's a lefty, and we know Darnode can, can hit lefties well, so he's not a bad one at 4K. I kind of like Kelly a little more at 442, but Travis probably has the better matchup at 4K if you really want to break it down. Um, some cheaper options, though. Alejandro Kirk, if he's in the lineup for Toronto at 34 versus John Gray, I like that one quite a bit. Because The thing is, after Gray, you get the Texas bullpen, which is horrific. Very bad Texas bullpen. So keep Kirk in mind at 3,400. Um, maybe Jorge Alfaro gets to start. He didn't start on um, Thursday. That was Austin Nola. He got the start. So you can get some Alfaro at 31. Has a bit of a discount. And then below 3K, like Martin Maldonado against Detmers at 28. If you're looking to really punt, you can go there. Not sure you're going to have to punt that much. And then just see what else comes out in the lineups if you want to punt catcher. But paying up for Kelly or paying up for um, – at 4K for uh, Travis Darnode or options, and then, then Kirk at 34. Those are my three catchers to kind of target right now. First base position, you got Vladito at 59. Toronto, 
people like John Gray a lot, but people like Toronto much, much more. So it should be very popular, and it's a great matchup. I think I do like John Gray, but he can get in trouble. Like I said, that Texas bullpen ain't going to cut it. So Vladito at 59 is worth a look. If you are fading Charlie Morton, Joey Votto's fine at 54. It's expensive. That's the weird thing. Is fading, fading Chucky's expensive, but uh, Votto would be a good piece of that because no one's going to roster him at that price. I mentioned Josiah Gregg loves to give up the long ball. So if you want to stack up some Mets bats, Pete Alonzo, Big Meat Pete at 53 is in play for you as well. Jared Walsh versus Odorizzi at 52. In years past, Odorizzi's had reverse splits. Righties have hit him better than lefties, so keep that in mind. But Jared Walsh mashes right-handed pitching, just destroys right-handed pitching. So Walshie at 52 is in play for you as well. Um, some other ones to look at, and it's gonna it, it's not going to be as warm on Friday as it was on Thursday on the West Coast, but still a little toasty out here. Uh, going below the 5K, though, you got Josh Bell. You know, you could try to target home runs versus Scherzer if you choose. That's always an option. Um, but uh, we could probably save some cash. Like Luke Voigt versus Car- uh, Merrill Kelly at 4K. Christian Walker had a big spring the way he's hitting the baseball. He's 3800 bucks versus the lefty Manaya. That could be a nice little uh, tournament play for you as well. And other than that, unless you're fading Barrios, because you, you can get Brad Miller at 3100 bucks. He's been leading off his right-handed pitching in spring training. So you can get a leadoff hitter for Texas at 3100 He's first base or outfield eligible. So that can give you a bit of a discount if you're looking to go that route. Second base position, Altuve versus lefties, 57 is very nice and expensive, though. I'd rather have Ozzy Albies, who hits lefties much better than righties. He hit fifth against the righty on Thursday. Talking to Mike Kerwin, who scouted um, spring training lineups a lot, said that's kind of what he did all spring. But versus um, left-handed pitching, he hit towards the top of the order. So expect Albies back up top at 5,300. Um, that'd be a good one. Jonathan India at 51. If you're stacking reds, he's always worth it. But I like Albies at 53. If I'm spinning up against a lefty, that's uh, usually high on my list of things to do. Uh, cheaper options. It is funny that Cesar Hernandez was 2,900 bucks on Thursday, exposed to face Scherzer. Now he is facing Scherzer. He's up to 43. That's pretty comical. Got to love pricing on these slates. Um, some savings, though, for you. Nick Senzel at 31, second base outfit eligible. You got at least one hit uh, for us on Thursday. Crushed it during the spring, so he's a guy to keep an eye on. Maybe he's finally figuring it out. You know, young prospect maybe coming into his own, so you can get him at 3,100 if you're looking for some savings. Third base position, Machado's always worth a look, but Austin Riley versus Sam Martin. Riley went deep on um, Thursday. He's 5K in his matchup, so if you're paying up, he'd probably be my guy, but I don't mind Machado. Merrill Kelly, I like targeting Merrill Kelly, let's put it that way. So Machado at 52. The Padres will be a pretty fun one for us on this slate. Um, some cheaper options below 5K. You've got Chapman at 43 if you're stacking the Toronto. Uh, Andy Abanez is one I'd look at at 3900 bucks if you are fading Barrios. Abanez can hit, can hit, and he's going to get his chance finally. So keep him in mind for you. Um, you know, J.D. Davis at second against the lefty on um, Thursday. He might, might not even be in the lineup on Friday versus uh, – First, Josiah Grace. Keep him in mind. He's only 31. Tyler Wade, whenever he comes back, he's only 2,500 bucks. Third base shortstop for he, um, the Angels. That's a really good value. The way he can get on base, steal some bags, and score some runs. So keep Wade on your list if he uh, if he comes back to the lineup. Shortstop, you got Bichette at 6K. Man, Toronto is priced up. Got to love it. But Bichette at 6K, um, I, I like that a ton, honestly. But Francisco Lindor at 48, I don't mind. Got at least one or two hits on Thursday night. He's going to be – he's one of a big bat versus in the spring. So I like him at 4,800 bucks. You got Dansby Swanson at 45 if you're stacking um, the Braves. Only downside, he's a little farther down the lineup than most of us would like, but still someone you can take a peek at. I'd probably rather have Lindor, but don't mind Swanson in a Braves stack. 
Alenimus uh, Diaz might get to start for Houston versus the lefty. Detmer's at 37. Uh, Perdomo has been starting for Arizona at shortstop. He is $3,300. So nice little value for Sean Manaya for Perdomo. Uh, Hung, Hung, Hung Sung Kim of San Diego is 2700 bucks if he cracks the lineup. That's a good value as well. I mentioned Tyler Wade earlier. He's 25. CJ Abrams is only 23. Did not start on Thursday. Maybe versus Merrill Kelly will get the start because the lefty started with Bumgarner. So maybe with the righty on the mound, we get some CJ Abrams action at 2300, which would be a very nice value for your fantasy lineups. Heading to the outfield for you. You know, you can go show Haber Soda Rizzi at 63 if you want. No problem. But Soto went deep on Thursday. I love him versus Scherzer at 62. I mentioned it on the show yesterday that there's like 10 guys priced higher than Soto. And he, it was ridiculous. I don't care who's pitching. So they, they readjusted here, even though it's still Scherzer at 62. Still like it quite a bit if you want to go Soto. But you go, you got George Springer, Teoscar Hernandez at 57 and 56. Love them both. I'd prefer Teoscar, but if Springer's leading off, he probably gets a bump, especially in cash. So keep him in mind. Um, you got Tucker and Jordan versus lefty. Don't love it, but if you're stacking Houston, don't be scared off of it because they're both just beasts. And Detmers won't go that long. Just keep that in mind. He's not going deep in this game unless something really efficient happens. Joe Adele got price adjusted. He's not like twenty three hundred bucks anymore. He's forty five hundred, still in play, but the price has moved up. I like me some value on Tyler Naquin at forty two for uh, Charlie Morton. If you're not using Morton, that's a good price tag. Lourdes Gurriel at forty two is a nice cheaper piece of Toronto. If you want to go there, maybe Ryan Tapia makes the lineup for Toronto at forty one. Nice little value for you too. Marcelo Zona can hit lefties well. He's four K versus San Martin, so some good looks there. Love me some Tommy Pham and his OBP skills at thirty nine. Probably more of a cash play than a tournament play but definitely uh, checks the boxes for you. And his matchup, mid-3Ks, Brandon Marsh, I think he's hitting like eighth on Thursday. He can make the lineup versus Rizzi at 35, so he'd be an intriguing value in Anaheim, especially if you're stacking things up. Not sure I want a one-off with Brandon Marsh, but a cheaper piece of an angel stack, I can get behind that. If Dom Smith cracks the lineup for the Mets, maybe he'll DH should hit up in the order because uh, righty's on the mound at J.D. Davis. Dom Smith is only 3200 bucks, so that'd be someone to definitely – uh, keep in mind as a nice discount in that Mets lineup for Josiah Gray. Mentioned Brad Miller at 31 if you're looking for some savings there. Um, as you go down below the 3K, they're, like, they're already adjusting pretty quick. Like Yadiel Hernandez is 27 if you're stacking the Nats. It's not the worst thing if you're stacking, not a one-off. Like, we had a lot of cheap one-offs on um, on Thursday. Not so much. They adjusted it very, very well. So good on them. So you might have to use a cheap pitcher tonight. I like it, though. I like it a lot. Recapping your pitching real quick on this five-game main slate. Scherzer's fine. Just know there's risk. He might still have a bad hammy, might have a bad back. But if he can go, he's going to go and be a beast. So keep Scherzer in mind at 10-2. But he also at 89 I like quite a bit. Chucky Morton at 84, always a good tournament play with a strikeout upside. We've had Chucky in the past give up three or four runs in five or six innings, but still strike out like 10 because that's what he does. So Chucky at 84 is worth a look. Some tournament plays, Josiah Gray at 76. Tons of strikeout upside, but tons of home runs as well. So keep him in mind. Uh, and Reed Detmer's not sure how long he'll go, but the strikeout stuff's crazy good. So I like him quite a bit. So uh, guys up top, and then mix in some Josiah Gray Detmer's, and you can have some fun stacking up the Jays versus John Gray. It'd be very popular, very expensive though. So keep that in mind. Uh, Kirk and Gurriel were a couple of cheap pieces I liked in that Jays stack. Uh, the Angels against Odorizzi I like quite a bit. And then the Padres versus uh, Merrill Kelly could be a sneaky one as well. But if you want to get really interesting, Atlanta versus San Martin, I'm on board with. Um, the Mets versus Josiah Gray, that could be one that could be kind of overlooked a bit. 
And then if you want to get super contrarian, the D-backs versus Sean Manaya and the Reds versus Charlie Morton. Those would be my two contrarian ones, the, the Reds and the D-backs. My favorite ones, probably San Diego and um, Toronto. But we'll have to see how lineups look, see how that all plays together, see how it pricing works with your pitching. That's your looking to target, which makes all of this all kinds of fun. But if you need some help on that stuff, remember you can hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick or come join us in the Fantasy DGen Slack chat. We'll get you taken care of in there. It's free. Or uh, Fantasy DGen's Discord, sorry. Uh, if you give a rate and review on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. Or go watch this on the Fantasy DGen's YouTube channel. Give it a subscribe, a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate appreciate that as well. If you're looking for some season-long fantasy baseball content, uh, Bench with Bubba coming at you at least two times a week, if not three times a week. Bubba and the Bat Flip on Tuesdays. Bubba and the Bloom on Thursdays. Usually a guest on Wednesdays. Depends on the week. Go check all that out. Give a rate and review on iTunes for that as well. But that wraps us up, folks. I'll be back with you guys on Sunday night slash Monday morning for Monday's action. But five-game early, three-game mid-slate, five-game main slate. Discussed for you here, as usual, on MLB DFS Quick Hits, your April 8th edition. I'm out. (laughs) 